This is Winging It. It is the somewhat whimsical, certainly worrying, decidedly wonky, seldom weighty, endlessly well-intentioned, and wildly witty show about music where one knows what's coming and the other doesn't. This particular show, well, one of two shows, happens in between both proper, which is the other show, to ensure that you can spend anywhere from 15 to 180 minutes with us every week. Well, shit. It's a lot. It's a good lot. But uh, this time... I'm going to completely shock you, but I'm going to do something that's quite timely. It's very interesting, and I think you'll enjoy it. But if it, if it calls for any knowledge of current events, I'm afraid I'm out. Yeah. Um, out of the loop, yeah. You, okay. it, you only have to loosely understand that this particular celebration is coming. Will that have a go? Yes. Yeah. All right, so this time we are going to be talking about some of the best songs about America. Oh, nice. America. Uh, that must be on. that must be a vague allusion to the Quarente de Julio, the Fourth si. of July, si Dia de bueno. Independencia, or si. whatever that one is. Something like that, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so obviously, you know, when we're talking about songs about America, there are so many, and we're only talking about a few. But patriotism is visible in various forms. Obviously, you know, whether it's a flag waving or putting one's hand over your heart, I pledge allegiance to the flag. Blah blah blah. But. Um, it's something that is a powerful image and obviously during the 4th of July Independence Day and things that's when we hear most of these songs but are all of the songs that are about America are they songs that you're familiar with or do you not know that they're about America you might consider them an American institution but do you know that they're necessarily about America if they don't come right out and say America Ah. you know so it'll be interesting to kind of hear whether you think these are some of the best songs about America. Um, and I will tell you, if I'm just thinking off the top of my head, I don't know a lot of songs about America. But when I read this list, I go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One oh, yeah. immediately sprung to my mind in which uh, the song, the uh, the name is not used. Ooh, tell me. But, uh, oh, I mean, I should say it now? Yeah, because I want to tell you oh, if it's uh, on the list. Metallica, Don't Tread on Me. Ooh, 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 let me see. Okay, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Keep Keep uh, keep talking. Keep talking. Keep these folks interested. All right. Well, I'm going to say something. But I was going to say anyway that oh, good uh, about something uh, that came America. up on an earlier show. The many many shows that we have recorded in the last few weeks in order to keep you supplied with shows while Christina and Bruce take ascent on the road. So we're trying to get some shows in the can here. And uh, so I was think so a word came to my mind from the font of input. Uh, that has formed a pool stagnating for 60 years in my mind. I dredged the bottom and came up with a term that I thought was applicable, namely falderal. Okay, remember when I said falderal on the other show? Yes. Okay, so I looked it up, and this this is incredible. Falderal, nonsense word, a gaudy thing of little value, a trinket, nonsense, or excessive efforts expended on something trivial. Much ado about nothing. I mean, how much better could you describe our shows? I mean, than that. I mean, did I nail it? Did I nail it like John Henry or what? You did not, no. But I think you used that word correctly. Uh, yeah, I, I I did have the I did have the conception right. Uh, I thought you did. I thought you did. But I like that you went back and you did some research. 
Um, the song that you asked about is not on this list as no one kidding. of the top best, well, one of the, the some of the best songs about America. Well, I'm, so. I'm notoriously obtuse about the meanings of songs, so I'm sure I'm just wrong, but there are some lines in there that suggest it to me, an actual patriotic song from Metallica, All which right. is not common from hard rock bands. Well, we'll see what's on this list. Some may be on this list. I am not as familiar with this list as you might think. So let's take a look at some of these. So this one is pretty universal. This land is your land. Woody Guthrie, 1945. So obviously it's considered to be, by many, one of the greatest folk songs of all time. Um, And, you know, it was his disapproving response to Irving Berlin's God Bless America. So anyway, very interesting. I think it's a powerful song. I mean, it's something I've been singing since I was a kid. I mean, we sang it in choir. We sang it, you know, I think we sang it at Grandparents' Day. We sang it all the time. So uh, does that surprise you that that one's on the list? It doesn't surprise me. No, I don't know if it's, uh, as you said, a uh, kind of a piss take almost uh, and a little bit of a uh, kickback on, you know, rah-rah anthems like Irving Berlin's. But um, it may uh, see the problem with that is I've heard the original uh, Woody Guthrie a few times a long, long time ago. I don't hear it a lot. I'm, what's got stuck in my head more is Mojo Nixon's version, and I think he added some snark to it that uh, maybe Guthrie didn't have originally. So I'm gonna have to plead a little tiny bit of ignorance. But am I surprised it's on the list? No, because it is talking about this country without actually naming the country. But uh, this land, uh, from California to the New York Islands, I mean, it's uh, it's. I'm not surprised it's on the list at all. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know that it was in response, a snarky response at all. For me, it feels very patriotic, and it feels like a beautiful song. I, I don't hear any of that in it, so if it was that was implied, it was lost on me. Woody Guthrie is known or associated with protest, one of the early protest types of song singers, so it might be a little bit of that, but it, it sounds so patriotic, unlike another one, which is mistaken for patriotic, which is not. Um, I think this one definitely qualifies. So the other one is, well, one of many, is California Dreamin' by the Mamas and Papas, 1965. So it's interesting because I don't necessarily hear this as a song about America, though it is about a state in America, obviously. It's like, I like the weather in California better. But it says, you know, here, which is a good point, not all songs about America have to be about the country as a whole. They can celebrate a certain region or a state or something. So... I found that interesting, and I like it. This song is a feel-good song. It's one I'll start singing out of the blue for no good reason. So I don't know if I consider this a song about America necessarily, so I'm kind of not feeling like this is one of the top 25 songs about America. It's a strange pick, but it's certainly a song about longing. There's a bit of hope in it. It's like, oh, I'll never go back to California. There's a I would love to be back in California. It sounds like they're heading back there, and it's about homecoming or wanting to come home to a particular state. So that's similar. It's sort of patriotic for a state. Mm, Yeah, but songs about America, of the top songs about America. No, it doesn't fit that. that It doesn't fit that. It's like, I love my state mostly because of the weather. Yeah, it's just, it's it's, a... do you have an affinity for California? And I get that. I share that. But yeah, very yeah, weird. We're, we're not leaving anytime soon. That one just doesn't, uh, that one doesn't resonate for me. This one is interesting. We're talking about protest songs. Uh, so times they are a changing. Bob Dylan, 1964. Obviously challenging the status quo, asking there be change. Um, and, you know, he writes a lot of what are called like quintessential protest songs. And I do think this one is about America, but not a patriotic song. And songs about America don't have to be patriotic either. 
But I do think this is a song about America. Intentionally, it's about what he perceived was going on in America at the time. And so I do feel like it's a song about America. And I think it's a powerful, beautiful mm -hmm. song. Um, and I would say, even though it didn't occur to me at first, that this is one of the best songs about America. Yeah, and there are uh, songs of that type and of that era that are patriotic in that they're saying, this is what my, my conception of America should be. You mm -hmm. know, and things need to change and so forth, but it's uh, it's kind of protest, but it's kind of an affirmation of of country, the sense of country and uh, national pride in a way. So it's uh, he was known for that in those days, like uh, blowing in the wind is kind of similar. It's about the times need to change. Things need to change. Um, right. I, I hear it being protest songs. I really hear them being this is not how it is today. This is how it could be. This is what I hope it will be. And I. So I do think it's a protest song because it wasn't where he wanted it to be. Yeah, yeah. But I think at the same time, like you said, there's hope in it, which I like. But it's not a patriotic song. It's just a song about America. Yeah. His, I think his his hope for America, whether or not they come to fruition, doesn't matter. It's just a hope he has. It's a warning. You better start swimming or you'll sink like a stone and everything. But there is, of course, that implies hope. Just like uh, the answer, it's there, but it's blowing in the wind. <laughs> true, it's true. Um, the other one, this one, this one definitely was on my list. See if it's on yours now. Your list that you're making as we're going along, of course. More song brainwashing. You say on my list, <laughs> and I'm thinking Kiss is on my list. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, with the song about America. No, no, your Kiss is on my list. <gasps> because Yacht Rock. Kiss, your kiss. Oh, I love Yacht Rock. Hell anyway. yeah. America, Simon and Garfunkel, 1968. Oh. So one of the duo's most memorable works is a tale about a couple hitchhiking across the country. Um, so obviously, it, in the land where that is allowed and enjoyed, I mean, obviously, don't do that today, folks. Please do not do that. But it is definitely one that it said people like listen to it while they're in the backseat of a car, looking out the window on a journey of self-discovery. And I definitely think this is one of those songs. This is definitely one that was on my list. Yeah, this is just immortal Simon and Garfunkel song. Right. Interestingly covered by, of all people, yes, yes, the progressive rock masters covered this. They also covered a Richie Havens, who's also known as a protest Hell singer, yes. song. No experience necessary, no opportunity needed, or Such I think I have that backwards. Such a great fucking song. I actually have his version of it on vinyl. It's brilliant. Their version is brilliant. The Beatles, every little thing. It's funny that they were doing all these really down-to-earth things before they decided that it was really just a seasoned witch that could call you from the depths of your disgrace. Yeah. Yes. But uh, interesting. But yeah, great song. Simon and Garfunkel had a lot of that, and uh, they were among the early great folk duos or folk singer acts, and uh, some protest in there, too. Great pop. Uh classic america is a great example oh, they've absolutely. come to look for america i mean so i mean it's which, one of those that just gets me which brings to mind another which i won't mention no you should i'll tell you if it's on this list neil diamond america of course on the boats and on the planes they're coming to america i actually saw him perform that live in the ellen's a generous television studio Nice. Well, that? we will talk about that one in just a few. That's why I didn't want to mention it. No, it was good that you mentioned <laughs> it. It was good. Just and to show. Oh, because I get to appear knowledgeable, right? Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's yeah. exactly. That's what. That's yeah. the goal. Shh, okay. That's correct. saying the quiet Potter out loud. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. Come on. What's going yeah. on? Okay. All right. Um. <clears throat> anyway, uh, the next one is American Pie by Don McLean, 1971. I'm sorry. I call foul on that one. Yeah. This one's about Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper dying. Nothing whatsoever to do with the country. 
They're saying it's about it that it seems to epitomize life in America. Well, you I got yeah, I don't know. You got pink carnations of pickup trucks and I can't. things like that. But no. I'm sorry, no apple pie, no mom. I mean, it's not America. Yeah, I'm classic. Like, I know you're not a big fan, but it's a classic. But mm-hmm. uh, no, I really hate that song, and I really hate more than I hate that song, the Madonna version of that song. Just why? Why would you ever do that? Believe it or not, I've never heard that. That's just as well. Just as well. Yeah, right. it's just as well. So, hmm. Interesting. So this next song, I don't know if any, if you got this from this song. I don't know that I got it out of the gate, but I guess I just, sometimes you listen to the melody and you're not thinking of the words, yeah. but Man in Black, Johnny Cash, 1971. So this is where he's taking aim at the treatment of the poor throughout the country, the prison system, all that kind of stuff, and even the Vietnam War. So Man in Black, while we're thinking it's like, a, hey, this is what I wear, it's actually kind of his protest song as well. So um, the more I think about it, the more I say it is about, again, what I want things to look like, what I'm angry about. So I guess it is about America. I mean, some of the parts of America, I mean, the Vietnam War certainly was a huge part of our history. Um, but interesting. Uh, I don't know. Did you did you get that? I didn't get that. But when I started reading this, I went back and started listening to some of these songs. Because, you know, I send a bunch of stuff to myself, right? When I find these, I send oh, them I to myself. Oh, I do too, yeah. yeah Yard so, barker to me. Yeah, yeah. So then I go look at it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, really? And so then I keep thinking. I'm like, what are the lyrics? So I go read them, read them, and then I thought, shit, I see it now. But normally I'm just enjoying the melody. Yeah, they don't jump right out at you, a lot of them. And many of them have been essentially protest songs. Yeah. And uh, but uh, and Johnny Cash here, the entire, every reason that he states, and there are many, that he wears black, although he would like to wear bright colors, he feels he has to wear black to make a statement, and it's about a lot of uh, perceived injustice and things like that. Right. Things that it's So it's a, it's a very similar to Dylan's. Yes. Uh, and those two, of course, know each other and work together on some stuff. Um, times are changing. So it's in that vein, and... Uh, you have to be slapped in the head with it and saying, see, isn't this kind of a national, nationally centered song? Whereas American Pie is no connection, good or bad. It just says the word. It just I mean, says that's, the word. That's yeah. it. But there's but no connection. But this, however, it's at least there. It is yeah. there, right? The the undertones. And once yeah. you, that's why the lyrics are so important. I know we talk about lyrics all the time. Right. They're so important. And, and I didn't get that. And now I know. This one, I think you're not going to be surprised about. Take Me Home, Country Roads, John Denver, 1971. Uh. Uh, this, so this song is obviously, um, it's it's just a gorgeous song. Um, but it is about, you know, life. It's about a country road, honestly. It's obviously about venturing through a beautiful countryside, you know, which is so American. Getting in your car and driving for days and... You know what I mean? Just taking it in, plotting your next course, or just getting lost in it. Whenever I think about like what it's like to feel free, for some reason I think of this song. Yeah, I mean, the uh, the mamas and the papas, the long-haired hippies, are dying to get back to warm, sunny California in California Dream. And here on the exact opposite coast, we have Mr. Denver, uh, who probably shares at least one, uh, one uh, fancy of the mamas and the papas, if nothing else is wanting to get back to West Virginia, Blue Ridge mm-hmm. Mountain, Shenandoah River. There's so much. It's just like he's cherishing so many different memories in this brief lyric. 
and uh, it's it's beautiful. I, it's again, it's one of those uh, patriotic things for a particular state or a particular you know homecoming or whatever. So I wouldn't say it was a national thing, but uh, th- it's know. similar. It's uh, it doesn't really fit that in that way. But um, the it's not like this land is your land, which you know talks about the entire country. They want to go east. He wants to go west. But um, so I don't know if it fits, but great songs. And if you stretch it enough, it works. Well, I think it does only because. Yeah, it's only because. Yeah. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> the only reason I think it fits is because it's about a rural road. It was written on a rural road in Massachusetts. So it's not even about it wasn't in West Virginia. Hmm. It's just part of the lyric. But it's being on a rural road and just driving and, and saying, this this road, take me home, you know. Um, but West Virginia was just, it fit the song, but it wasn't where it was written. So I do think it's about getting on a road and driving and feeling free. And that, I mean, what is more kind of American than that, you know? Yeah, and, and this is a song that you still hear quite a bit. Oh, yeah. A lot of places you go. And every time I hear it, I think about our buddy in West Virginia, Hunter, hello out there. Hi, um, Hunter. Hi, Hunter in West Virginia. Uh, cannot hear the Mountain song. Mountain Mama? Mountain Mama. <laughs> uh, stranger to Blue Water. I mean, yes. Blue Water, forget about it. Forget it. Nothing like it. Um, but we've we've actually performed that here in uh, in the vicinity of both studios with uh, locals and everything. It's it's always it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful song. Not me. Uh, yeah, it's true. You didn't, did no. you? I thought you sang. No. Maybe I did. Yeah, I think you Maybe did. Maybe I did. How could you not? Um, <laughs> America the Beautiful, Ray Charles, 1972, clearly. Clearly. It's a par- patriotic song. I can't imagine anyone singing it better. This is definitely one of those versions that kind of gets me. Um, very beautiful. But, I mean, obviously, this is a song about feeling patriotic yeah. and feeling good from the 1900s that he obviously adapted. So, I mean, clearly this makes the list for me. I mean, Amber Waves a grand babe. You know. Seriously. Yeah, this is usually you hear this done by, you know, rigid choirs Correct. and large groups of people. And then it gets the soul treatment Come from on. Brother Ray. And honestly, that really brings out the heart of it. Uh, it so it's great. It's not that everything has to be all sold up. Yes, I'm still okay with the Rolling like Stones. Soul. I'm still okay with the Rolling Stones version of Ancient Pride to Bank. But this is no. the best version of the song to me. I agree. No, I like it to be all sold up, but that's how I grew up. So, you know, I have a, I fancy that. Um, okay. So there's some of these that are just crazy. Freebird. What? Leonard Skinner, 1973. So I, you know, they're saying the bird is a symbol of freedom. Okay. Yeah, but it's clearly, uh, it's not that we are a free bird nation. It's me as an individual don't want to hang around here anymore. It's basically the same lyrical theme as Led Zeppelin's Ramble On. And yes, there are many songs of that, that type. You know, I got to be hitting on, I got to be hitting the road. Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's great. It's not your fault, you know. But I'm just that kind of guy. Here I go. Uh, no, I don't see any connection. I don't that's either. A, that's too much of a Talk stretch. Talk about reaching. Yeah, I mean, that's, a, like, that's a stretch. I'm not really sure. I, I mean, I don't know who thought that was now it's certainly a you know uh, an american i was gonna say americana it's not it's a it's a hard rock song at least half of it but it's um it's a piece of american music history i mean what do you what song is it you want to hear free bird i mean it's one of those ones that we've been uh, had that shouted at yeah so many times who hasn't uh, yeah, yeah, it's the bane of every band's existence yeah. to hear that shit. Yeah, not gonna sing it. But uh, a- actually, having anything whatsoever to do with the country itself, big stretch. Big yeah, stretch. not there. 
But what is not a stretch is the one you mentioned earlier, which is Neil Diamond with America 1981. Obviously, from the soundtrack, the jazz singer uh-huh. um, singing about immigrants making their way to America where dreams come true, theoretically, um, and freedom is achieved. Of course, um, you know, it's that was, again, an ideal. He has an ideal in his mind. That's what he was thinking. And, you know, it's uh, it's powerful. It's beautiful. And while not a protest song, it's a this is what I'd like to see song. So I guess in the same way those are, it could be considered a protest song. But I will say that it's one of those songs where you just, I just feel like, <gasps> When I hear it, the chorus is rousing. I it mean, is. it is. They're coming to America. It's just one of those They're songs. Coming to America. It's like you go, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. It is uh, whatever the intent was. It's a rousing song, which it is. You know, uh, separates it from the times that are changing. For example. Yeah. yeah, I mean, definitely. But I do think it's this is, this is what I think America should be, should look like, whatever. So, it's the same. It's, it is in the same vein, but it's got a different. It's got that, like, anthemic feel to it, you know? It does. Um, And then this one, Lee Greenwood, 1984, God Bless the USA. That's one that you are laying there on the grass looking up at the, you know, fireworks. Fireworks, And this, you hear this in your head or they play it. But there are countless country songs that praise the land, obviously. But I'll tell you, that one, I mean, this was, was made popular during the Gulf War. Uh, and then again, 9-11. Um, so it's definitely one of the most modern patriotic songs ever written. I, It's one that gets me. Yeah, that's the interesting thing about it. A lot of these songs, I mean, uh, Neil Diamond, uh, America, I mean, you're not going to hear that at, you know, big uh, 4th of July uh, yeah. events and things like that. However, and political rallies and whatnot, but song uh, God Bless the USA is kind of unique almost in that it's so contemporary, relatively speaking, at least when you're as old as I am, it seems contemporary, but and has horned its way in and even passed a lot of much older traditional songs. I mean, you're going to hear this song no matter where. The, I Try, I dare you, hide under your bed with uh, earplugs in, and you will still hear God Bless the USA this 4th of July. Okay. Yeah. Well, and you'll also hear Born in the USA. Yeah, which Bruce is Springsteen, 1984, dumb. which has nothing yeah. to do with being patriotic. In fact, I mean, it's a song about hypocrisy, um, especially during the Vietnam War. So how war veterans were treated and then shunned when they came back home. So the fact that we have that, like, oh, it's this patriotic song. He's actually, it's again another modern protest song. It's like this, we shouldn't treat our, our vets this way. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the ver- the fact that, I mean, it sounds, uh, if you just take Born in the USA and that whole rousing feel to it, it, it can actually be mistaken for the same type of uh, sentimentality this as God Bless the God USA. Bless the USA but which, that's what's which brilliant sports about it. some horrendous grammar. I'm sorry, I can't get past There Ain't No Doubt. I'm sorry, that's a problem for me. But this is what's brilliant about this song is I like that it's, it's snarky. It's Born in the USA, you know what I mean? It's deceptive. Yeah, I like that. I, I'm far, far and away more bothered by those who have actually opted to see this song as patriotic, and it's and we ought to use this at you know some rally. It's like no, no, this is not. It's like they were somebody actually proposed that another Bruce Springsteen song, uh, "Born to Run." Speaking of born and uh, uh, pertaining to this time, a state, the state of New Jersey or a certain city. Uh, has been proposed as like the state anthem, and it's like 
this is the stuff of comedy routines. I mean, very interesting. People are people just they're not looking. They're they're thinking of how the song makes them feel, and maybe the title, but they're not really understanding. So um, this one's interesting. Pink Houses, John Cougar Mellencamp, 1983. Now this is interesting because I do feel. Like, this is very... But it's Americana, and Americana sometimes does that to me. But it's... um, it's This is about, you know, living and enjoying freedom, you know? Um, and sometimes it's hard. Sometimes dreams are fulfilled. But there's probably no better place to be. I mean, what's more American than that? Hey, stuff goes wrong. Stuff is good. You never know. It could, it could get good. This you, Anything's possible. I feel that way. I feel like it's. I feel like it's one of those. I always kind of heard it as more of a disenchanted uh, song uh, to me. Although it does, it has that ring to it. Born in the USA, it has that you know rah rah sound to it by design, of course, uh, and especially with the the big. Uh, I don't know how big a, especially with the numerous backing vocalists singing along oh ain't that america you and me it has that it it seems to want to suggest that but the lyrics belie it sort of you're right because little pink houses are are you know it's kind of like almost like state houses i believe like little tiny houses this is what we get this is our slice of the pie um kind of thing you know so i mean i guess i don't know if i can liken them to that but i liken it to the projects which is, you know, if you were poor like my family was, we grew up in the projects, which are tiny little places. That's your slice of American yeah, life. Yeah, you know, going to work in a high life. rise and vacationing at the Gulf of Mexico. No. It's the same thing everybody does. That you know. is not, yeah, that yeah. is not true. So interesting, but I, I don't know. I've And again, that's what's weird is I've always felt like it's kind of a patriotic song, even though it's probably not and you're right i think again there it is kind of he does a lot of protest songs let's talk yeah about that. yeah I'm, I'm quickly scanning in my mind yeah. trying to think of a, of a genuinely patriotic song he came up no, with. no he have doesn't one have yet. any yeah. no he doesn't have any it's like springsteen yeah. you know even uh what is that um, sorry to compare them <laughs> <laughs> yeah um the other one that i think is interesting here is living in america james brown 1985 um, again, just because it says America, <laughs> but, um, so this was like, you know, this is like cold war, you know, I don't know. It was, uh, a, a definitely a celebration of freedom, uh, compared to the communist regions of the time. I don't know. It was, it's very interesting. That's kind of what was going on there. So for me, when I hear this song, it is patriotic. And I guess maybe it's because since I was a kid, it's been what's, played while fireworks are going off at every big event my mom used to take us to these huge events but i don't know if it's because it actually is patriotic yeah um i i think it, it mostly is i, think I mean so too. It, it points out a lot of the, the the great things and the opportunities and the benefit the things we have to enjoy here in this country and um of course you associated it with the cold war and where was the general public introduced to this song first in a certain motion picture called Rocky Four, Rocky Four, which was about an American fighter That's uh, right. with a Apollo Russian Curry fighter taking Col- on Ivan Drago, uh, uh, totally doing away with the Cold War by boxing, you know. Yep. And uh, James Brown himself actually performed the song in the movie, and it was uh, nice. amazing. And yeah, it does seem like a very positive patriotic song. I mean, it was played with Apollo Creed, the heavyweight champion 
Uh, so it was, it was, the whole thing was a very patriotic feel about it, uh, dressed in red, white, and blue. So there's no question, I think, about the, uh, the heart of that song. And a little trivia, because you know how I like to try to show off by flexing and dredging up uh, totally useless and often wrong trivia. That song was written by Mr. Dan Hartman, who wrote Instant Replay, I Can Dream About You, and numerous Edgar Winter group hits like Freeride. That is true. Cool. Very nice. Um... But not, not particularly, for me, patriotic, though interesting. Very interesting. More than many of the ones that have been on this That's list. That's true. Big time. Yeah. That's true. But Apollo Creed wouldn't be up there uh, with Born in the USA play. That's exactly true. Yeah. Well, I will say there are so many more on the list, but those are some of the ones that I think were either confusing or were just right on the nose. So any honorable mentions that you have that come to mind? I don't really have any. Seems to me that uh, candidates running for office could do well to use the uh, tune I mentioned before, Metallica's Don't Tread on Me, because it's clearly patriotic. I mean, with lines about liberty or death, what we so proudly hail. Uh, She never begins the problems, but she never surrenders. And... uh, Love it or leave it. There's all, I mean, it's a super rah-rah, jingoistic America thing from a hard rock band, which is pretty cool, I think. Interesting, because Hetfield said the song was a reaction to the anti-establishment tone of their album and Justice for All. This is the other side of that. America's a fucking good place. I definitely think that, and that feeling came about from touring a lot. You find out what you like about certain places, and you find out why you live in America, even with all the bad, fucked-up shit. It's still the most happening place to hang out. So he also said, don't tread on me. I love the song, but it shocked a lot of people because they thought it was pro-war and they thought that we were anti-war. And alls, it says that, and alls we were doing is writing songs. We're not standing politically on any side. Don't tread on me was just one of those don't fuck with us songs. And obviously referencing the flag and the snake and what it meant that it all tied into the black album and the snake icon on the album cover. And I think it's great to play that song live. We're over here in Europe playing it and people aren't appalled by the songs. We haven't played it yet in Iraq or Iran yet. (laughs) This was a long time ago. So, you know, he's basically saying, yeah, there's a lot of bad shit that happens in America and shit's fucked up, but you know, it's still a good place to be. And I think he could deflect uh, any charge that they're being like uh, beating the war drums by uh, pointing to a line, the lines in the song that say, uh, so be it threaten no more. To secure peace is to prepare for war. In other words, we want peace, but we have to be ready for war to secure the peace, you know. So I don't think it's a warmongering kind of song. It's just a, you know, peace through strength and so forth, which, uh, again, I like that Metallica's always willing to do something that people might not like because they believe in it, like St. Anger, for example. <laughs> And uh, things like that. And to protest Napster, for example, which uh, didn't endear them to some people, but they believed in it. So, Well, it's interesting. You know, I think if that is not their intention, then a lot of people have mistaken the song for being patriotic. And one of the things I think that that is a possibility, and again, obviously open to interpretation, um, unless we hear it from Hepfield's mouth, is that this could be them saying don't fuck with us as a band because they were given a lot of shit when they started. They were looked at differently. They were, you know, razzed a lot. So I do think a lot of it might be, again, this is my interpretation, is actually about don't fuck with us as the band. We'll go to war with you. Think of all the feuds in music and stuff too. I mean, I think there's just a lot of, it seems to me like they're less likely to have it be about politics and more to be about borrowing 
those popular terms and saying, don't fuck with us, like the Napster thing, like you said. So I didn't, I never heard it as patriotic, but I didn't really know why. And now that I'm looking at the lyrics and kind of looking at some of the interviews with him, I'm thinking they probably meant don't fuck with us as a band. We'll, we'll, we'll knock you down. We'll go to war with you. That's what I saw. Well, you know, Papa Het, I'm sure you're out there. If you could uh, maybe uh, get in touch and uh, clarify this for us. <laughs> We'd like to know. Just settle this for us. You know? <laughs> It'd be interesting. So I'll continue to do research, and if I find something to the contrary, I'll let you all know. But is it patriotic to you, or is it about the band? You let us know what you think. David has one take. I have a little different take after doing just a little research because I wasn't sure. Um, and again, I uh, normally do more research on it, but tonight I was prepared to do one-winging it because I got my wires crossed. Yeah, so, this, this is the part where she lays the trip on me because nope. she, she seemed to think that I was going to do a winging it, probably yeah. because I was originally. I said I had my wires crossed. Yeah. I didn't say anything oh, about Oh, I'll you. say it. I'll say it. So I had my wires crossed, so I thought I was doing one-winging it, so I kind of grabbed this one. I had it sitting in my box, but I hadn't done enough research on it yet. You pulled so, it out like a boss. Well, I tried. I did try. Well, with your help, of course. So. Oh, oh, I, I'm sorry. I hate yes. to interrupt, but I just got a text message from James Hetfield. Uh, can I see he it? He says, um, I'm right, and you're like can I see way it? out of fucking can line. Can I see it? Um, it was uh, one of those things that uh, disappears immediately. Ah, uh, so bullshit. Okay, yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah, disappears like bullshit. Um, <laughs> it's not like Snapchat. Not that I've ever had it in my life. It, you know? d- it does. Well, not anymore. It's all different, but it used to like 20 seconds or something. Yeah. Yeah, those were really weird. When people send me that, I'm like, why bother? Very strange. Yeah, I mean... If, if it's something you want to hide, it can be screen captured in a lot less than 20 seconds. So, Amen. Uh, that's uh, what I'm saying. I think that's what they figured out. And it was like, oh, okay, I can't, like, stalk people and harass people with impunity anymore. So, nope. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, checking out. Yep. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of this very interesting uh, topic of patriotic songs, question mark. I think some of them we were like, definitely. Some of them were like, we're not sure. Some of them, absolutely not. Uh, with very few where we aren't sure at all. We're thinking, could it be one way? Could it be another? Could it be both? Um, We'll find out. We may or may not tell you, but (laughs) at least we'll find out for ourselves. Um, Now that we have come to the end of this particular episode of Winging It, that only leaves for you to say, Let's fly this coop. This has been Birds of a Feather on What the Flock Radio.